Yo guys, welcome back to this week's episode of the Famous Chili Podcast with your hosts, me, Ari, I'm joined with Rishi and Nishk. Our fourth co-host, Prem, could not make it today because he's sick, so hope he's feeling better. So yeah, looking forward to another episode, guys. This is a big week, big week for us, right? We had our first week of consistent uploads, right? What do you guys think of it? Solid, solid. Yeah, yeah solid. I think this has been, this has been amazing, man. Uh, we put a lot of work into this. And first of all, I just want to thank everyone who has supported us the past week, who has watched our videos, who has watched our YouTube shorts, our TikToks, everything. It means a lot to us, you know, because we're a small podcast. So every view, every like, every subscriber, every the double comment, comments, the double yeah. comments, Cody, means a lot. Yeah, yeah, it really does. Yeah. And thanks to everyone also who likes spread the word about it, repost on the stories. That really means a lot to us. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For sure. So, yeah. And, you know, this podcast means a lot to us, right? We're four guys separate across the country. I mentioned our last podcast, Ari's down in Georgia. Nish is in Chicago or around the Chicago area, Urbana Champagne, really far from Chicago, actually. Yeah, you, you can't yeah, call like Chicago. Three hours. I'm like, yeah, it's like three you can't call Chicago. It's like three hours from there. And then we have Prem up in Michigan. So four guys just trying to stay connected through a podcast. It means a lot to our brotherhood, really. And I think it's really big in this era of self-improvement to have people, to have like-minded people around you um, who have just as much ambition as you do. Because you know what it took to start this podcast was one text. I texted Ari podcast question mark and he replied down. That's it. We started. Podcast was started based off one text. And that means a lot more um, than than what it looks like because um, I wouldn't be able to do the things I do without them pushing me. Like even in the senior year of high school, I only met these guys or became close to them in the senior year of high school. So the people I surrounded myself before that, you know, they weren't as encouraging. I wouldn't say they weren't as smart either. They were not as smart. And what if they're watching, man? <laughs> it's okay, man. It's okay. <laughs> but the people I surrounded myself with were not good. They were, they cared about popularity only. They did all the things that everyone told them not to do. And, you know, and I guess that just wasn't for me. But then when I found these guys, you know, it really like pushed me to do more than, um, than more than what I was capable of doing. Cause like seeing them succeed just made me want to succeed. And it just pushed me to do more. And I just think that's really important. But I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Never again will I create a presentation to the scale to, to the beauty, to the amazement that we did senior year of high school with AP stats and yeah. that, that even though it didn't really matter for most of us, cause like, it was just, you know, it was just yeah. AP stats and like we were, we're doing, already done we're with doing just, yeah, point. we're done with our we grades excused from the project. Yeah. Like, it was just fun. It was just an, yeah. just a great overall thing. And like, I know we keep going back to, we talked about it last podcast, but like, you know, like having that friend group, you know, keeping in touch with each other, even if it's just an excuse for us to talk to each yeah. other for like an hour a week with good audio with a microphone instead of just on FaceTime. It's yeah. still great. You know, it's it's like it's the small things that like matter when you have like this type of stuff. Yeah. No, I agree. It's extremely important. You know, like first semester, I feel like we barely like talk to each other that much besides like text in our group chat, you know, yeah. and even that like it wasn't the same. You know, it's never gonna be the same as actually like being a person seeing each other every day at school, you know. And like, yeah, I agree. Like this last week doing the podcast has been so much fun. Also, just because like we're constantly talking now every day, like even when we're not recording, we're constantly talking about the podcast, trying to figure out things to do. And yeah, 
I definitely love that we're doing this. It gives us a good chance to keep connected, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's really it's actually really huge for us because I don't know. I think I think like the four of us, you know, even though Prem's not here right now, I think we just work well together. I think we've always worked well together. And I think seeing you guys succeed just makes me want to just work harder. You know what I'm saying? Because I think we're a pretty smart group, right? We do pretty intellectual things. And, you know, just having a podcast, being able to connect, man, it's like it's like one of the biggest. I look forward to this. I look forward to filming this every single week. I look yeah. forward to talking with you guys. You yeah. know, it's nothing different That's than like a normal true. conversation that we have, you know, like an every Tuesday conversation. We're talking about football or we're talking about some dumb topic or it really doesn't matter because any chance that we get to talk with you guys, like it's huge. It matters. Yeah. 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 For sure. Appreciate uh you mentioned something before we started. What are you What are you eating right now? I'm eating breakfast, guys. <laughs> yeah. So the breakfast shortage, of champions, man. The breakfast, the of, breakfast champions, of champions. Yeah. Because let me tell you this: I'm getting starved here, man. The freshman fifteen, it's a myth. It doesn't exist. The freshman negative fifteen is actually what exists. <laughs> okay. No. Yeah. I started out the year. I don't um, know. Man. <laughs> I started out the year in the summer at like. 163 i'm weighing in at 163 i weighed myself yesterday just guess how much i weigh just just guess wait wait. how much were you before 163 163 my guess one 148 that's one one pound (laughs) one pound just a singular pound 148 148, negative 15 negative 15. i'm gonna say 152. i'm realistic I lost 13 pounds since coming here. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's just it's just first of all, 13 pounds? Yeah. yeah. It's just a lack of food, bro. They don't they don't have vegetarian options or they do, oh, that's but like true. Yeah. it's like it's like average vegetarian options. I'm not getting my protein intake. Okay. All the food here is extremely calorie dense. Like extremely calorie dense. I'm eating a lot of carbs. I'm still losing weight because you know I'm I'm playing sports, working out, whatever. Like I'm not getting enough um food consumption to match how much exercise or physical activity i'm doing and that's caused me to lose 13 pounds but i don't know if it's different for you guys let me know yeah. i mean I, it I was yeah. different for me at first when i first got here it was pretty different i was or no it was pretty similar i wasn't able to get a lot of food in it was difficult but then once i slowly started like catching like a routine to eating food which i never thought would be like a thing in my life routining my food now i have like oh if I know like this week's meals aren't going to be great, I'll just like pack some stuff up when I'm in the dining hall, like leave it in my fridge, stuff like that. And it's like difficult, but eating like five, six spoonfuls of peanut butter before I sleep is basically the way I keep my calories in now. Like I just, and like my roommate, one of my roommates, Ishan, like thinks it's atrocious to be doing that, but it's the only way I can do it, especially like as a vegetarian. It's just not, there's not enough calorie dense options that are also like protein full yeah. when I'm in the gym. Bro is dry scooping peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> Can't knock it's it, man. You got to get the game. Got to get the, got to get the calories in somehow. Yeah, yeah. Dude, just like take some bread at least, please, bro. Like I nah, beg you, no just carbs, eat it with man. some No bread. carbs, no carbs. Bulk season, Pure bulk bro. season. Uh, diet, <laughs> like just peanut butter, as I man? promise, really? I promise it's not as bad as it seems. No, that sounds amazing, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big fan of peanut butter. To be honest. What? Uh, okay, there's okay. I'm a weird guy. Like I get I get that remark side though. I don't like ice cream. I'm not a big fan of peanut butter. Okay. I'm not a big fan of cake. I don't like sweets. Like I'm weird that way. But he likes MMs but, for breakfast. Damn. 
Rishi doesn't want cake. If you have food, if you want to send me food, please do because I'm hungry. I, really I, know, I, I feel like it's been completely different for me at my school. Like I haven't had a problem too much with food. Like yeah, the food's not great, but like I don't know. Maybe I'm not I'm not vegetarian like you guys. So maybe it's like different because of that. So like, no, I mean it's definitely a big change though. Because like like the last four years, I didn't like meal prep, but I ate. I knew what I was eating every day was pretty much going to be the same. You know, I had my like meals kind of made ahead of time. I knew what I was going to do. And now coming here, I have no idea. Like when I first got here, I was like, shit, my diet's going to get all fucked up being here not having like this like healthy options lean protein every day but like after like first semester i got kind of like into the like right schedule of it like nish said like you just get used to stuff you know but i don't know the food isn't like horrible here you know like one of our dining halls like which unfortunately is the one like closest to us it's willage it's so shit it's literally so bad but like the one that's best is like all the way on the other side of campus so i'll literally be going there most of the days just to eat good you know yeah i mean i i think it is uh a product of the school you go to partially because I know like my roommates who are who aren't vegetarian also complain about it here but when I go back to when I go back to Jersey and I'm going to Rutgers and I eat like Rutgers dining hall food which is Livingston man Livingston I, I don't have I haven't had Livingston dining hall I've had Bush no. dining hall but and then they got like diners you guys got like Kilmer's what? and Woody's where you can like get like buy stuff they have basically the way it works at Rutgers is one meal swipe at some of these, like they're basically like convenience stores with like food and like snacks and whatnot. But each meal swipe is worth $15 of like $15 there. So you can buy $15 worth of whatever you want while you're there. But that honestly is like so nice compared to what we have. Cause the way my meal plan works is I have 12 meal swipes a week and then 15 dining dollars. And then there's another one, which is like 10 meal swipes and 45 dining dollars but it's like significantly more expensive, but I Wait, basically, 45, 45 dining, dollars a week? dining dollars a it's week. It's a weekly yeah. basis thing. So it's a weekly basis, not semester. So you, yeah. so you cap out at 12 every week. Yeah. So your dining dollars, you can ever, they'll only your dining dollars will carry over and they'll only carry over to a maximum of double what your plan is. So I have the 15 plan, 12, 15. So I have 15 dining dollars every week. But if one week I uh, say I have 15 this week, and then I get my 15 next week, I'll cap out at that 30. And then if I go another week without spending them, I won't get any more. So 30 is basically the limit, but it'll carry over week to week other than for that. Rishi, and yours doesn't like that, right? Like I, mine, no. mine's by semester. Like, yeah, mine's yeah, by semester most, as well. Most schools like, are by semester. UIUC yeah. is just- Wow, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I get, I get like 235 meal swipes per semester and I get like 105 snack swipes. And then we also have something that's called Grubhub dollars. So basically Steven's partners with Grubhub. So lucky. Basically, so all the ordering of the food that we do, like, so we have something called UCC here where they have like like mini like homemade restaurants. So they have like an Italian place, Mexican place, stuff like that. So we order um, from Grubhub, like through Steven's basically, but we're also able to get food from like, like, like retail restaurant, like Taco Bell, McDonald's, all place like that. And we have like $230 a semester to order from Grubhub, which is really cool, I think. Yeah. Yo, I don't know what that, you're complaining about food man. for. That's crazy. You'd come live here for one month and you will go back losing 13 pounds in a month rather than a semester. Wait till you find out how much we're paying for that food plan, though. Okay, that's <laughs> that'll that, that makes a difference. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to put like the exact number out there, but it's around five. It's literally on the internet. Anyone I think it's on, I, I don't it. think you have some like top secret information. It's top secret, man. It's top secret. <laughs> Stevens is watching yeah. me, man. I can't be exposing them right now. Damn yeah no but the Rutgers dining halls are crazy Henry's diner 
is so nice. But that's that's just that's just like the same as you spending your dining dollars on this restaurant that's on campus. We don't have restaurants on campus. Oh shit! <laughs> then what do you have your dining dollars for? Dining dollars are solely for like those convenience stores. Oh my god! We basically have a Wawa, but not Wawa. It's like fake Wawa called like Terabyte, and it has oh the same god. stuff. It has like you know like candy, and then it has like chips and snacks and like some fresher foods, and then they also have like a little like oh. little area where you can get like. French fries, burgers, pizza, quesadilla, stuff like that. But it's all kind of just mid food. It's not yeah, that like convenience store food like that. It's like yeah, it's like convenience store food. Yeah. It's literally what it is. Yeah, interesting. But, yeah. Besides the food, though, how are you guys like first semesters? You know, we we just kind of started our second semester. We're a few weeks in. What are your overall thoughts on like first semester? How'd it go? First semester was honestly so fun. First semester of college. And end of high school, senior year, that combo is like an unprecedented combo in my life. I've <laughs> never experienced a like a period of like some number of months where it was just all the time, always doing something, always having fun. It was great. And like, I don't know, the first couple of weeks of, of the first semester were great. And then school started, you know, you start going out a little less, you start like, you know, walking down. But even then, my classes weren't that hard. A lot of intro classes, a lot of like... I had an easy gen ed. It wasn't really bad for a semester. I only had one slightly difficult class, which was Calc 3, but we like clutched up. So we're good on that one. And this semester is a lot more difficult, but first semester was honestly so fun. I went to Chicago for a weekend. Yeah, it was a, it was a great overall semester. Interesting. I think I can agree. Like ever since um, senior year summer, like the Wildwood, us hanging out like all the time man, all the time, all the time. That's, that was like one of the greatest summers I've had in a long time. But um, as soon as I got to my first semester of college, so the vibe here at Stevens is a little bit different than the vibe of other colleges because as everyone knows, we are a very small college. And a lot of the things that we like the frats are not good here, like the stuff like that, like there's there's no there's not there's not like a move in Hoboken, right? The move is to go to the city. That's the move. Or, or else the move is just, you know, chilling with the boys in the room messing around goofing off joshing around you know you know <laughs> joshing around but yeah so but the thing is like the, the one thing i experienced like ever since like coming in like especially in the first semester is like that feeling of like success you know or like opportunity like i come I come to Hoboken and I come by the city and I feel like, wow, there's all these like opportunities just like right in front of me. And like, all I have to do is just like take advantage of them and just grab them. Like the, like there's so many things I experienced in my first semester of college, which I haven't experienced throughout high school a single time. Like I went to like these different like events in New York, um, like big crypto events or like, or like an innovation fair or like, you know, places where I'm able to network with people who are like more well-established than me. And I don't know, I think that was like probably the greatest part of coming to college. And I, I, I think it's really huge. Yeah, no, I'm the same. Coming to college is like, it's a lot different than I expected. You know, I feel like everyone had the idea of coming to college, there's going to be a lot of work. And like, I had the mindset that I was just going to nonstop be grinding. And like, to the extent that was true, but like, I feel like compared to high school, it actually is kind of easier in terms of classes. You know, I feel like classes is like just one part of what you have to do now. Now, most of the work you really have to do if you're trying to like grind out is outside of class, you know, whereas in high school, it's kind of different, you yeah. know, like here, I spend most of my time like outside of class. It's all like recruitment, working on projects, things like that. 
because like classes we don't really have like bullshit work anymore right there's not like daily homework that you have to do the next day that doesn't count for anything you know it's like you get one homework a week it's given the first day you can do it whenever and there's a test like every three week three weeks you know so i feel like once you, you the key is to just like get into a good schedule of like what you have to do when you're going to do it and like it just all smooth sailing after that you know yeah i completely agree it's like Coming here, I honestly didn't even have expectations coming into college. I didn't like think about what college was going to be like. I knew like people were like, oh, it's super fun, but it's also easier than high school if you make it be easier. Like, you know, you got to, you know, plan it out kind of. But I think it's exactly that. It's easier than high school if you want it to be, harder than high school if you want it to be. And making it harder than high school is when you like, when you're pushing yourself to like be better, like being in the gym for an hour and a half plus doing all your schoolwork, plus doing, you know, like extra stuff like recruitment in the in the kind of dying tech industry right now. And all that stuff is like, you don't have to do all those extra stuff, but doing that and like showing up and, you know, being there for that is like what makes college, college compared to high school. Because in high school, you're in school for like, what, six, seven hours a day. Then you come home or you even have like sports after school or clubs after school. And then you come home. It's already like four or five o'clock. You have a few hours before you like, you know, sleep. You got like five, six hours before you sleep again. And at that point, it's like you don't have that much time every day versus college. The amount of hours you spend in school in college is equivalent to like two or three days of high school. Like the amount of days you spend in classes, maybe less sometimes depends on what your classes are like. And so it's honestly what you make of the time that you have remaining given that like empty schedule basically no like I, I legit never thought i would get more sleep in college than i got in high school like <laughs> friend literally called me the other day on facetime and he's like you hey, do you look like you've been actually sleeping well like you don't have bags i'm like damn i guess that's true yeah, but, yeah. Com- compared to your falling asleep in your books <laughs> yeah <laughs> just passing out on the it was an book. ipad it was an ipad it was an ipad oh that's true. True. <laughs> that's true that's true he's trying to absorb all the information through the ipad through the ipad it was a good semester what were your your favorite experiences from the first semester like memorable moments Uh, okay this is gonna sound really stupid right so here like our group chat's called bowling cramp right so honestly i just love like repeat that repeat that bowling cramp like bowling Bowling? and cramp like like the like this the throwing the ball at pins. Yeah, bowling. like the sport okay. and then cramp, like a cramp in your leg, you know, or like okay. in your hand. Okay. All right. So during like week of welcome, right? We're all just kind of trying to like figure out our group and everything. We started getting like this huge group of people accumulated, right? And so we it was like the second or like third day that we got here. We all went bowling, right? And so when we were bowling, my friend Haroon, he threw the ball and he bent his hand kind of weird, like when he threw it. So everyone was just joking that he like he had like a weird handshake when he did it but then later when we were leaving we went to take his b-reel on this bench and so we had like 15 people huddled together on this b-reel on this bench right and we asked this like random stranger to do it who was like extremely antisocial and seemed so panicked and nervous to take the b-reel he's like taking it and he didn't know that the camera turns back on him like when he takes it so in the picture everyone said throw up the fours so but Haroon threw up his four like this he completely bent every one of his fingers and it was it was just so funny to us for some reason so we called that the bowling cramp so now in any picture we don't throw up fours we throw up like a bowling cramp 
and like it was everyone just found it so funny because also it, it, the pictures flipped around and had the guy's confused face in the b-reel he was like terrified and so we tried to offer him like payment but we opened our wallet there was no money so we just gave him like a great clips coupon after that we we're like right, that should be enough man go get a haircut but yeah i don't know to me things like that like the really stupid yeah like, the stupid the stuff. friend group makes is just like the funniest shit to me you know no i agree we did some pretty stupid stuff i remember i mean i have a couple of like really really nice memories from first semester one was a chicago trip which i can talk about after this but one of them that was like kind of stupid like yours was I think it was like the first or second, third, maybe third night that we were here, third or fourth. I actually don't even remember, but it was within the first week and everyone was going out. And I remember taking the name tag off this one girl's door and flipping it around and then drawing like all of our name tags on all of our dorm doors have like a little box and then they have like a little UIUC like thing. So they'll have like a picture of a building or they'll have like the alma mater, which is like a statue we have. And so I flipped it around, redrew that like box and the alma mater. And then I wrote Raju on it because we had this joke that like we just go up to random people and be like, oh, your name's Raju, right? And like just mess around with them like we remember them from somewhere. But then we ended up taking that picture and going around all of campus. We knocked on half the doors in the building. We went around to frats. We People were chanting Raju in the frats. And we took this picture around and I had my little I had my little like 12 megapixel camera. And I just, we took pictures of every single person we met holding the sign, like a mugshot with their name, with the name Raju on it. And so now I have a video with like a hundred something people just holding the name Raju. And like, these are oh, people that we sick. would just like mess around with. We just, cause like those first couple of weeks, cause you don't know anyone, you don't like, you know, nothing's going to matter in a week from now. No one's going to remember your face. No one's going to remember your name. We'd go up to people and we'd just be like, oh, Raju, we met you at uh, <laughs> Saya Epsilon, right? That, that frat. And they were like, we, we realized they'd have like a response, one of like two or three responses. They'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember you too. And we'd never seen that dude before in our lives. Or like, they'd be like, nah, I have no idea who you guys are. And then like try to be friendly with us and like get to know us. And then the people who would just like walk away scared, like, like we're like we're about to like hurt them or something because we're just going up to them like we know them. But yeah, it was like a, it was like a fun, memorable thing. And now that sign is just hung up on our dorm, Raju. Bro, you got you got to mint those pictures, man. They're, do they're, NFT dude, they're, project. Get all the NFT Rajus. project. They're Get minting. all the they're minting. That would be crazy, bro. The <laughs> yeah. the, the Roger Rostogi project, man. The Roger Rostogi. That yeah, that's where it started from. Crazy, that's where it started from. Man. Three idiots. Roger Rostogi. Get the Raj tokens, man. Yeah. yeah. Dude. All right. If you make the, yo, I'm investing in Raj, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, whoever's listening Raj, to man. the podcast, guys. Trying to pump and dump Raj. Since we're since we're all three of us are finance bros, we're gonna tell you the next cryptocurrency to buy. And I want everyone to put on their headphones, listen closely, guys. Rajcoin is the future. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Okay, it is backed by our very own podcast host Nish Patel. Okay. All right, we have almost $70 trillion in funding behind this coin. Okay. We have we, we can we can make as many coins as we want. We have an unlimited supply of Raju coin. Okay. And we ne and our value never goes down. It's an all it's this is if you were to look at our chart, it goes like this. Right now you're backwards to us. <laughs> this. <laughs> this. <laughs> no, yeah, the chart moves backwards buy. in time. We go backwards Please, in time. Yeah. I, I, I also Raj just to coin. just to clarify, Rajcoin is apparently a real thing. Do, do not buy it. There is a Rajcoin. <laughs> there is a Rajcoin. Uh yeah, no. this is not financial advice. 
Yeah. We, we cannot give you financial yeah. advice. Well, we'll not. have to make our token something else then. Ross coin, Rastogi, R-A-S. Can we get a fact check, Ari? Is Ross coin a thing? R-A-X? R-A-S. R-A-S. Oh, R-A-S. That's definitely a coin, man. R-A-S. Yeah, yes, I no. see on Coinbase RAS oh, to USD wow. prices. All right, screw we'll it, man. It it's out. the Rostogi we'll coin on at this yeah. point. Bro. <laughs> we'll find something. We'll find something. Rostogi, Rostogi, RAT. Gotta mint that. Gotta mint that. Yeah, dude. The NFT marketplace is huge, though. Are you guys? Um... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know about huge anymore, man. Like uh, I do, yeah, I do man. believe in it, but right now is not a good time for crypto. You know? No. Personally, I can tell you it's not a good time for crypto. I think the biggest thing was just the novelty of like crypto and then NFT coming or NFT specifically crypto. There was that big jump in like, what was it? 2018 or something like that. I don't know. The first the time Dogecoin, blew up. it was Dogecoin, Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. Was it who hurt you? No. Who hurt you? Was it Dogecoin? <laughs> it's actually Bitcoin. <laughs> the moment, the moment NFTs blew up, like within 2021, I think, I think it was just the novelty of them made them like blow up. People were like, oh, this is going to be a big thing. But there was no, we haven't had like real use for them yet. You know, they've been kind of like art, but like blockchain technology is very useful. You know, it's like secure yeah. transactions. You know, there's a lot of like features in Web3, which doesn't exist in Web2. You know, when we have the blockchain technology, you can like use it to a greater extent. We just didn't with NFTs. And so I think the novelty of the technology is what brought a lot of people to like the crypto market. But the moment that like crypto starts getting a like a hold in like, you know, companies that already are built out, companies that already exist, you know, Facebook, Google or Meta, Google, like, you know, Microsoft, if any of these companies start to really like incorporate blockchain technology then that's where i think it'll start like picking up you know people are going to be like oh this is here to stick around this isn't just like you know this is not just bored apes we're not just looking at apes and keeping them on our phones now this technology can be used like mm -hmm. for real and even though i think like our nfts are still going to stick around for a long time because i mean they're bound to i think there's a lot more where this will go and i think that's like the biggest thing about nfts honestly yeah. right now i think because right now like nfts were just like at least like in the mainstream nfts were just art you know like yeah. you mentioned really like it's it's about digital ownership you know it's like how do you prove you own something you know in the future like i don't think you're gonna need like an actual physical contract to do something it'll be in the blockchain store like a smart contract of your ownership you know that'll be like your authentication for something you know exactly. and that that is technically an nft but right now nft is just tied with like pictures you know like i can mm -hmm. screenshot that like it's not the same you know it's not the same because i think the, the the one reason that nfts and crypto blew up actually there's three reasons okay it was first of all the efficiency um and the high returns that you would get from crypto so maybe even overnight as well like the it's like unimaginable returns like you're like you have thousands of coins and you know like predicting which coin is going to blow up but when that coin does blow up it blows up big and it gets you big returns but i think one of the also like the one like one of the bigger things as to why crypto blew up was it's like security and privacy um in between like because like 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 your contracts are basically like anonymous and they're not like well they're, they're not government regulated but obviously we don't know that for sure but you know i just think that's why crypto is big and i just think i think crypto is here to stay i think crypto has its role in 
in our economy for the next like five to 10 years. And I think more and more things are going to get incorporated along with crypto, like the new Web 3.0 movement. We're fairly new in Web 3.0, you know, like we're barely, we're barely like grazing the surface as to what we're able to achieve with Web 3.0. And I think, I think Web 3.0 is going to be the future of our economy. And I think that's going to take the place of crypto I, at some point. I'm not a hundred percent sure about what I'm about to say because I can't. I'm not in the club at UIUC, which which was doing this, but I know there's a club called D Lab, and they're working with some partner with some hospital, and I think they're using blockchain technology to uh, transfer patient data. So like you know they can they can keep control of patient data without letting it you know because it's that's obviously private material. So I think the hospital and like D Lab included are working on some stuff. To work to like make that those transactions for patient data for the hospital to you know i don't know hospital to hospital i don't know what it might be but all i remember is that like they are they are using like you know blockchain technology so i think that's like the you know those are like those applications that once we start seeing these step type of stuff pop up like for real i think that's when uh like you know we'll we'll know that it's sticking around for sure mm. yeah 100 100 dude i, I think if you're not investing in crypto, you're a sigma. You're a sigma male, okay. I'm gonna quote Andrew Tate off that. You are a oh, no. sigma male. <laughs> Invest in crypto. Get your foot in the door. Get good monetary management. Learn how to invest. Learn how to save. Oh your well, money. with his uh, with his 17 wealth creation methods. <laughs> <laughs> buy his course. Now. Oh, you you Do in not the real buy world, Rishi. <laughs> Guys, join the Discord. We're course. selling the courses. We're selling the courses. You understand how to use Rastogi Coin. You know what? Yeah, buy, buy the famous Chili course, man. We're gonna yeah. teach you how to make some money online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Bro, twenty twenty one. Bro, actually, now that you mentioned it, Andrew Tate. He. It's crazy how much he like took the world by storm in twenty twenty two, right? Like yeah. he was. Who heard of him really before that? Like Nobody. in one year, he became the most famous man in the world by far. Like it's actually crazy how like regardless of what he says to do that is really impressive like yeah. he knows how to play the game of like the internet and better no, than people who actually do this sure. as their living that's not even I mean, his job yeah. and he like it's actually mind-blowing how he did that i mean honestly it's like you can see how it happened he you t controversial things spread like wildfire and that's just how the internet is you know the moment someone hates on something you there's like two sides to it someone's gonna hate on it someone's gonna love on it and so when you say something controversial enough to where a big group of people are going to hate and then a big group of people are going to follow you, then you get both sides commenting on your posts, sharing your posts. And like, even if one group is hating on it, they're still commenting, sharing, you know, they're pushing that, they're pushing those posts up. And so like Andrew Tate saying the things he said, regardless of like the way he meant it, what he said, he said it and he knew what it was going to do. He knew it was going to blow up. He knew exactly what he was doing. But then he didn't know he was going to get arrested like that. So pizza, don't buy pizza like that, guys. Don't make sure your Bro, pizza is not any, your If pictures. anyone actually believes that he got arrested because of a pizza box, do you guys think the governments are that stupid? No, the government like knew he was a in country. It. I think, think it's it just an a, excuse, a plane's yeah. going to enter a country and they don't know about it. But the pizza box, they're watching his TikTok, but don't know where he actually is. Like <laughs> no, yeah, that was stupid. It was. It definitely was not the pizza box. They were just waiting on like a reason to. Uh, to give a reason yeah you know when you say like TikTok, you know what's funny or actually really crazy um it's the fact that like he didn't upload a TikTok himself no oh, he doesn't have a TikTok one. account he doesn't have that's anything. what's so like insane about it yeah like, he boosted his viewership 
based off other people posting about him. But that's also the problem as to why his image is also tainted because his Taint- image tainted. is what did his, Im- <laughs> his image is what everyone wants his image to be. Yeah. So if Ari doesn't like Tate, he can take his clip out of context and then just absolutely trash him on the internet. Yeah. And then he'll have 500, 600, 700,000, maybe millions of people watching that and then be like, oh, well, he said that. Well, that means he's not a good guy, right? And I'm not saying that, I, that I'm a follower or a fan of Andrew Tate. I just want to really clarify that because I don't want anyone to get the misconception of that. But all I want to say is that a lot of the time he's wrong, but some of the time he's right. Anything anything he said about like being motivated, working out, and like hard work, I, I fully yeah. believe that's. A I good believe thing exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's also one thing, regardless of his views, he's a great orator. Like he can speak so well, and like he, the way he puts things, like is really impressive but the only problem is with the things he's saying is just not always good which is why it's also so dangerous because he's sometimes saying really bad things in a way that is very compelling and that to someone who's not going to take the time to think about what they're being told they'll easily just like suck it up and listen to it you know which I is think, also like part of the big problem yeah i think that's exactly it like the biggest thing about it is he'll say like deep down the like the, the thing he's trying to get across the idea he's trying to get across will be like be a good person you know Push yourself to be the best person you can be, you know, get in the gym, get your money up, all that type of stuff. But then he'll also go and say, like, you know, woman can't drive. And then, like, he'll just throw things in and then, like, it upsets people. And obviously it should. But then it's like in at his core, he has some of the right ideas. And then he throws in a bunch of, like, over the top details, which are completely, like, BS stuff. And so then he becomes that controversial figure. Because one person, like Richie was saying earlier, Ariel clipped the part where it was like, oh, he, he doesn't think women are able to drive or he thinks women shouldn't be driving. And then that's going to blow up because it, it's a terrible like take or terrible take take. And then on the other hand, we have like Rishi who will clip a part where he's like, you know, you know, you should you should grow your garden. You should be the man. You should like expand yourself. And then that'll blow up because, you know, it's a good thing to be saying. It's like, you know, become a better person. And then you have these two sides to him. And then people just see that one side that they follow Tate with. Like people who see Tate in a bad way will keep liking the bad TikToks, you know, and they'll see that. And then Rishi, who posted the good TikTok, will like push that on his side. And then it creates that controversial division. Oh, I just thought of something. You guys, you guys both have like read and watched Harry Potter, right? Yeah. I just realized he's literally Voldemort. You know how Voldemort created the Horcruxes, right? So he was literally able to survive by splitting himself, himself into, into different, different things yeah, that could not yeah. be destroyed. Andrew Tate does not exist on TikTok. <laughs> he split himself into all these random like little kids who are going to suck up his content and put it out there for him. So you literally yeah. can't take him off. Like when they when they canceled him and they like took him off and deplatformed him, you still saw him everywhere. 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 Like then he went to rumble and then there was like that whole thing like when when does he actually disappear is my question like does he does he ever disappear now like he's right now being like uh charged and is like in trial right now i think right mm-hmm. so i'm not even sure he got sent to the hospital at one point too i think right While yeah was apparently in. that was like a routine thing like they sent him like a little bit too early or something i, I don't know too much about that but yeah like, i don't know either 
I kind of that, that was a little while ago. I think he's fine. Yeah, but, he's yeah, he's good. Yeah, and this is on claims of like sex. No, trafficking. but that, but that's no, the thing. That's the thing. The the claims are different every time. I feel like I've heard sex trafficking. I've heard um money laundering. I've heard every time someone says it's a different claim. Organized crime. But then as well, there's yeah. also yeah, organized crime. But then at the same time, like a lot of people are saying again. I don't know if this is 100 true, right? But like some people say that. Uh, the people who originally um, were brought in to like testify that he did those things said that they didn't happen, you know? Yeah. So like, it's, it's, it's really interesting to see like where this goes. I know? think the biggest thing is like the controversy that, that he's like brought upon this, this Andrew Tate, like sphere of influence is honestly just like too many people take a side without, you know, just accepting the overall idea. Like Tate's not a, Tate's not a completely bad guy. I'm there's people way worse than Tate. And then there's also people way better than Tate. And it's like there's two ass, there's two sides to like his story. And even though he is a great, like, you know, motivational speaker, he also says some stupid stuff. So I think people always jump to like, oh, I hate Tate or I love Tate. But then it's like Tate's not a, like a one-faceted, he's not like a single faceted dude. There's so many aspects to his like personality that we see online. Like you were saying, he split himself into these different personalities like Voldemort split himself into Horcruxes that so many people jump to like, Oh, we need to charge him right now. He needs to be arrested. He needs to go to jail. And then there's other people who are like, Oh, he should walk free. He's the best man alive. Tate, like Tate should be like the leader of the world. And so then there's like two ideas. And I think that like that split is what like, you know, creates that, that like tension between it. You know what that divide is? The divide is the masculinity side versus the feminist side okay and i think what andrew tate did and it's actually really bad for our world is that he created that divide because he was bringing upon these topics he was bringing upon these controversial you know like things that he's saying which are then like dividing men and women you know the whole thing the whole thing we've been trying to do since like the late like 1950s is equality right equality for all because equality is one of the most important things in this world you know to be able to coexist men and women you know uh, to be seen as equals but what he did is he brought upon ideas of divide so now you have two sides you have your masculinity side which is arguing um what's it called um in favor of andrew tate they're saying yes men are better or like whatever andrew tate says nothing that i agree with but then on the other side you have feminists seeing the rise of toxic masculinity and then now they're fighting back so now both sides are now pushing their viewpoints against each other, which is causing like this crazy divide because it's becoming, it's come to the point where like, it's either like, it's either you're with us or against us, you know, yeah, there's, there's no there's, middle ground. There's, there's no, no middle, middle ground, ground anymore. anymore. And it's really bad. If you're against them, you're screwed because um, like I've seen TikToks of people trying to like, like push feminism right and be like this is the only thing that matters you know females are the only thing that matter in this world we are the superior beings we matter more we should we should have more opportunity we should get paid more men shouldn't be on the same level as and then the men see that and they're like what what are you talking about we are the superior beings and now the divide is causing has caused so much controversy and that's like it's ripping apart first of all it's ripping apart social media all right and we already lived in a soft world as it is right now Right. People get offended by this, like the littlest thing. So, you know, I'm just saying this divide is just not good for humanity um, in terms of coexistence between men and 100%. women. It's really just all about actual equality. You know, everyone has a different idea of what being equal means, you know, like, so that's the problem. No one can actually like 
you don't, we don't know when equality is achieved because there's no real definition of it. That's the problem. You know, obviously we yeah. want everyone to be equal, but how do you define equal? You know? Yeah. But guys, I, I gotta be honest, as much as like Andrew Tate was like crazy in 2022, I don't think he was like the biggest controversy of the year. There's one man, there's one man, there's always one man who's when everything seems to be going, everyone's hate targeted at one person, one man's always there to come through and bail them out. And it's Kanye West. I'm already mad. I can see that answer coming. Kanye West. You even said it. When it comes to controversy, no one does it like Kanye. I'm telling you, no one does it like Kanye. You think he's more controversial than Andrew Tate? 100%. Last year, yes. Bro said he likes Hitler. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The the fact that he said said that women shouldn't be anywhere but the kitchen. You know, like, how is that any better? Than what here's, Kanye is saying. Here's what I think. Here's what I think. I think, I think, controversy is caused by you know teetering both sides. When you when you have that on both sides, then they start fighting against each other. No one, no logical, reasonable, sensible person is following Kanye's words. No one is like, yeah, I hate Hitler too. Let's go hate Hitler together. <laughs> like that's that's not happening. That's. That's no one's doing that, but there are wait, people wait, on wait, Tate's wait, side who just play it. Wait, 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 do you mean do you mean like Hitler? <laughs> or that's what I meant. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. Don't clip that. Don't clip that. <laughs> but basically, basically, I think that's the difference between Tate and Kanye. I think Kanye is so far gone that no one is like creating controversy everyone's just like just staring at him like from a distance they're just like looking at him like what is that man doing what where is he going why is he doing this like everyone's confused by what kanye is doing no one understands what's going on there tate is like a different story people are like you know on both sides it's like tensions are high you don't know what's happening with his trial either versus kanye is just in the middle of nowhere doing whatever in like the sphere of ideology also, realistically, Kanye has a much bigger platform. Like, yeah, Andrew Tate is the more famous one right now. But overall, I do believe Kanye still has a much bigger platform. But at the same time, Andrew, I mean, uh, Kanye is just kind of like, he's lost so much credibility in the last few years, man. It's actually really sad to see because, like, we don't know what's really going on to him. Like, people say he's bipolar. And then recently, I think he said that um, he isn't actually bipolar. But then he's claiming that he has some form of autism, I think. But who knows if he's even telling the truth, uh, like what's going on, because other people around him have said he's bipolar and now he's saying he's not or something like that, you know, and it's just really sad to see, man, because he's such like a genius when it comes to music. You know, he, he made graduation. Made, he made graduation. Like that's bro, college dropout, late registration. Like these are cla- he changed music. Like I, I'll be honest, I, the type of music I listen to, I listen to more like old fashioned, like old school style hip hop. But like. Kanye, like, he created the current sound. You can't deny his influence on music. Like, his sampling, his production, he, he completely changed the soundscape. Him and Lil Wayne together, I'd say, changed the soundscape and image of what a rapper is today. You know, whether you think it's good or not, that's that's what they did, you know? And it's, no, it's just I sad agree. to see someone, like, who used to be, like, so amazing and people used to idolize him take this bad of a turn, man. Yeah. 
I just think it's just due to like a downfall of events, you know, just like it's like one thing, like one bad thing happened and just led to like the next bad thing. And it just it just never stopped for Kanye, really. And I just think I think I just think he has like a wrong way of saying things, you know, like I think like he wants to mean one thing. But when he says something like 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 people that take it in like a completely different term, like obviously like the supporting Hitler in line, absolutely outlandish. Like I'm reading what he says. Right. And so, like, he says he idolizes Hitler because of the way that Hitler was able to gain power. Right. And that's scary, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, that's, that's not a good idol. Very for, scary. I don't, like, that's a very scary. I didn't know he said that. That's very scary. His, like, he's, he's, he admires Hitler's way of using propaganda to motivate people. He's, and like, he's fully is actually, aware. Is that actually what he said? Like, he actually said that? Like, that's he what idolizes I'm reading his ability right to get power. Yeah. So he liked his ability to get power. He believed that the Nazi party achieved great things for the German people. Um, like he has like this thorough obsession with Hitler as as like a societal figure, as like someone who's like who played a large part in a lot of big things that happened in World War II. And um I just don't know what he's doing, man. Like to just idolize he's dropping him like an that. album, bro. There has to be something like mentally wrong with him for him to say that and i don't mean that as like as like criticism of him but i mean like like truly like he must have some disorder because for Ari, someone to just switch just like that is like crazy i have a question for ari though because yeah. you are the most like in tune with the music space out of the three of us but do you believe that he's gonna drop an album soon because i saw like a oh my god TikToks and stuff where it's like yeah. every time right before an album drops he always creates heavy levels of controversy yep. i don't remember yep. like what's happened in the past completely but no he, did it, he did it with donda i'm pretty sure he did the same thing around the yeah. time of donda he did something before get all the eyes on him and then oh donda comes out you know yeah, yeah. I, I i do believe eventually something will happen he, he will put something out soon i'm sure because otherwise like and that that's the that's the worst part man like you're doing this all for like attention which again if he i'm pretty sure like people have said he he is bipolar and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I heard people say that people who are bipolar have said themselves that they they love the feeling of getting people riled up. Like they they some people have said that it's almost like a high. I think like that they feel off attention or getting people riled up like that. And mm -hmm. so that could be what Kanye is doing, or maybe Kanye actually does believe this stuff. Which if he does, it's even worse, you know. But yeah, I I do think there's a good chance he's getting an album to drop soon, you know, which is just horrible. Like, that's not the kind of marketing you want. No, but I am confused, though, because like a lot of this stuff that he's been doing started quite a while ago. Honestly, like I feel like this whole Kanye downfall downfall started. Oh, it's like, been a long time coming, man. He's been doing this for years now. No, no, no. I know. But like I'm talking about this recent like episode of whatever he's gone through has been a few months in the making now. So like if he's dropped, I feel like now he's less in the media sphere than he was like two, three months ago when he first started saying the stuff about Hitler. So I don't know if what he's like planning, if he is, yeah. but if he is saying all this stuff to get like attention, he's missed his mark. He, that- well, No, no, but the thing is he hasn't, he hasn't missed his mark. He got his attention. He got what no, he wanted. Yeah, he got the attention and now the attention's off of him again. I don't see that many posts about Kanye like I did two, three months ago, like end of December. Yeah. November time, there would be there'd be so many things about Kanye. Oh, 
I mean, there's the Kanye is missing thing a few weeks back yeah, yeah. that I don't, or not even a few weeks back, like over a month back. I don't see that type of stuff anymore. And honestly, I don't know if I, at first I thought he was going to drop an album too, but now I think it's just been too far from the, the like, no, no, initial. That, that's the point. That's the point though. You don't want to be right after it. If someone, if he dropped it at the peak of that, people aren't going to listen to it. There's going to be boycotts and everything. You think if he says one day, yo, I love Hitler. And then the next, don't, don't clip that out of context. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Every single one of us has said that. There can be, there's going to be a clip. There's just Rishi I saying that, Hitler. then me saying that, and then Ari <laughs> saying that. If he says that, and then the next day drops an album, people aren't going to listen to it. The whole thing is to just over time, Kanye is in your mind. We're talking about him right now. So he's still in our minds. The whole point is just just people have him in the back of their minds. You know, the whole point is just to build that attention. He's obviously not going to drop it right away. But I mean, look at what happened with Donna and Donna too. People still bought it. People still listen to it. People saying it's album of the year. I mean, that that's the whole other story. But like, it, it's. I he generally do not think it's album of the year. I'll tell you what album of the year not. was. hundred percent not. I'll tell you what album of the year was. There's only one oh, album. Last year? This yeah, last year, last year. Oh, okay. There's only like one or two albums that really got me as hyped as I was when I listened to it. All right. And one of them was Metro Boomin's album. Okay. Just this. I know you care to disagree. I know I I know your pick, Ari. I know, I know what your pick is. We, but this we is know Ari's pick, yeah. We know we know what your pick is. So you can make your case for it right yeah. now. But okay. Metro Boomin like like the story behind his album the way he was able to transition between songs you know every song was a banger in that album like i have most of his songs in my playlist okay i have i have like a lot of his songs okay and i just don't think there's any other album that matches up to it last year i'm gonna be honest Nick, I, do you agree with that i know i honestly i'd agree to some extent i i think that this year okay I remember we talked about like albums when we had our Christmas party for a yeah, bit, but, a bit. Yeah. but at first I didn't like fully realize how many albums actually came out this year. Almost every top was, was a year for a year for music. Yeah. Not, I didn't like comprehend how many people actually ended up like how many top artists were actually dropping stuff this year. But I think honestly, because there were so many album of the year is such a hard pick and I'd honestly go with like songs of the year rather than album of the year because every single album had some really great songs. Like you had Creep In and you had Superhero. Creep was a good song. I like Creep Yeah. Creepin'. On on Metro's album. And then you had your Drake drop. You had 21 and Drake. Like that, like there were so many great songs that came out this year that like every album was up there. And I think songs become like the, the question and topic because every album is competing for that spot, you know? Okay, I think so, there's like a certain amount of albums that really stood out more than others. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but like if I were to list some, you know, Metro Boomin, right? Kendrick Lamar is like, was it Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? Denzel Curry released an album. Did Nas amazing release an album. album? Amazing album. Nas's yeah. album was amazing. Yeah. Nas's album. Can I just was say this? Nas. How how crazy is it? I don't know how much you guys know about Nas, right? But like how crazy is it that Nas is the best rapper of the 2020 decade? He's released four albums this decade, and all of them have been contenders for album of the year each yeah. time. Hundred percent. Like solid. I don't know if you guys listened to KD three or any of the previous King Diseases or Magic that came out this decade, but like, how crazy is it? Nas is, in my opinion, the best rapper of the decade so far. Like that is insane. Like, and I love. I'm here for it, man. I love that Nas came back and he's still doing his thing. 
that was yeah. actually like my most listened to album of the year um i don't believe that's true though like I, I i don't know i think apple music like messed up on this thing there's no way i listened to because apple music replay came out like one month or not even a month like three weeks after kd3 came out and it said that was my most listened to album which is just not true like i'm pretty sure kendrick's album was i listened to like every like so much and that came out in like may there's no way i listened to kd3 more than the kendrick album in three weeks i feel Compared like spotify spotify rewind is like never right it, it just doesn't feel yeah. right to me but yeah. like speaking okay since we're since we're since rishi uh mentioned his album of the year so metro Boomin, i i think his production is great he's always been an amazing producer i do agree his ability to transition is amazing it's just not for me man like it's just not my style of music i'm not really into trap you know that's my only thing i can see the appeal for the people who do love trap i can see why it's an amazing album again just not my thing and also rishi you're saying like there's a big story behind it can you, what, what what's like is there is it actually like some big conceptual album because i did not from the songs i've heard it does not seem conceptual but like you said there's some story behind it for me it was more like for the transitions that he had between the songs okay um but if we're talking about like sorry i know i'm gonna cut you off but if we're going back to nas man dude nas is an amazing rapper um 100%. one of my favorite albums is like illmatic um Dude, stillmatic man great album the one which one did he release this year it was like 83. king king king's disease kd3 yeah yeah kd3 great album man this guy like he just keeps dropping like bangers back and forth and actually Ari, you're kind of the reason i got into like old hip-hop i'm gonna be completely honest like started showing me benny the butcher you started showing oh me my Nas. god bro. i could wow. talk for johnny piscati like dude Ari would go songs off my, yeah i know our yeah. songs his songs are in my playlist all the time they're on repeat yeah. i know almost all the words of all those songs now like Ari, like is actually like he's like him getting me into old hip-hop is the reason i started listening to j cole because j cole kind of has that same sort of vibe and i think maybe i have like 40 j cole songs in my place oh, right now so i'm in the top like point like zero five percent of j cole listeners <laughs> in like four months of listening to j cole like he is completely like my favorite rapper right now j cole had two songs i think in my top in my top five for spotify which honestly uh it was no role models and yeah, classic classic middle child i think was the other one i don't have okay, my okay. spotify out but i think it was middle child but like i don't even remember listening to role models is definitely higher i think role models is like two or three but yeah. role models was like it's a great song but i don't remember listening to it that much i given the fact that me and my friends make jokes about it all the time like we always have you know the first, rest in peace uncle phil we have that written on we have a mirror in our room on one of our closets and in the corner with expo marker it's just this r.i.p uncle phil like yeah. you know we have that we have that sitting there every morning you wake up you kind of see it in the corner of the where you go check yourself out in the mirror see if you look good and it's like it's just there it's just there r.i.p uncle phil but i don't know how j cole got into my into my top i, I he's great don't get me wrong he's great i love him I just don't remember listening to him that much but honestly i'm glad that he's there deserves to be there so since we were talking about album of the year right uh rishi said metro Boomings. i i have i'll maybe give it a chance again see what i think but like for me it has to be kendrick but this is a very tough yeah, kendrick year was good. of the year i will put kendrick's over nas and nas i'll put him at two just because kendrick's was a conceptual album you know each song was meant to be like a different therapy session and the first half was split into him being in denial last half him being more in like accepting of his own problems 
which is why, like, at the beginning of Count Me Out, which is where the album switches to the second half, he says, like, um, session 10, breakthrough. Like, he's, they're finally getting through to him, which is a lot like what actual therapy is. You know, it's not going to be so instant. So I just think it's, like, so beautifully put together. Other albums, I think I have to give massive props to. Conway's album, God Don't Make Mistakes, was amazing. Beautiful album. Absolutely beautiful album. Conway and the rest of the Griselda, man. So amazing. I, I, I'm a little iffy about West Side Gun, man. I can't deal with the boop, 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 boop every like two minutes. But Conway and Benny, they're legit, man. They're here to stay. I'm telling you. Yeah, Kendrick Benny's was... album, Tenny Talk, Tenny Talk 4, amazing. I'll, I'll put Conway's a little bit above just because, again, Tenny Talk 4 was like a mixtape. It's less conceptual, but amazing songs. And um, I think also, like, this isn't a rap album, but I want to give a shout out to Quadeca's album, man. Do you guys know Quadeca? Wow, Quadeca, really? Yeah. I'm telling you, this guy is, I've been following him for years back from like YouTube and stuff, but like he is a, he's completely transitioned his music. Like it is beautiful. He's completely stopped YouTube. He's pretty much full time like music maker now. He produced the whole album by himself. And this thing is beautiful. This might be some of the best production I've ever heard. It's not a hip hop album, it's alternative. And it's so beautiful. The whole thing's maybe the best concept album of the year. It's Ooh, all about yeah. him, his ghost after committing suicide. It's his ghost. And it's called I Didn't Mean to Haunt You because his ghost is physically haunting people, but also his death haunting and leaving an impact on the people in his lives. And it's actually an amazing album. I think it's really beautiful. His voice is mixed low into the production. So it almost adds like acts like an extra instrument. You know, it's just amazing. You put that over Kendrick's? No, I, I, I'm not. I'm not putting it over Kendrick's. Conceptually, <laughs> conceptually, Kendrick's is conceptually, crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Conceptually, it it could rival it. It could rival it. But as an overall over, album, yeah. I, I will. Kendrick's is way clear. No, Kendrick's album. I think that was one of the albums I completely forgot was even like released this year. I because like you know well, Kendrick's album. Yeah, because it was just no. When we were talking about it during Christmas, when we were talking about it during Christmas, it was just a it was a minute ago, and I just like completely for, it slipped my mind that it was released this year. Like I thought it yeah. came out twenty twenty one or something because I've listened to like some of the songs like enough to where I'm like, oh, these have been here for a minute. Like United in Grief, uh, Purple Hearts. Like I've listened to all those songs enough to where it's like, oh yeah, that was a while ago. You know, I've heard that so many times. It's whatever. But it literally just came out when in twenty two was it? Was it May? may oh uh, yeah may like i mean obviously that's kind of earlier in the year but still it was like i like completely forgot and the moment that you were like oh yeah kendrick dropped two and i was like oh shoot yeah that's a that's a big lineup because you got like a ton of artists ton of drops and it's like i like hendrick kendrick slipping my mind was a big thing and then when i heard that i was like damn 2022 was a huge year for music yeah i think that you got like jid's album also denzel curry man yeah they killed it you know who i'm really looking forward to for this year this year i really just want i would love an eminem album eminem album right eminem is my favorite artist i i absolutely love him best eminem song ever sing for the moment that is the most beautiful song and just so well put together it's perfect for me because i also like my dad was a big fan of like classic rock so i listened to a lot of like aerosmith growing up and stuff aerosmith always like I love Aerosmith. their older music, you know? Aerosmith. So like the fact that Sing for the Moment is Eminem with an Aerosmith sample as the hook and part of the production, it's just a perfect combination. And it's also just a great story. Like that that last verse, third verse in Sing for the Moment, is my favorite verse of all time. Like it's just so good. So I would love an Eminem album. J. Cole's album, I need. I need a J. Cole album. After The Hunger he came out with last year, he didn't put out a single song, I'm pretty sure, of his own. 
and he's still you could argue i don't think so he had one of the best performances out of any artist the whole year his okay? features top everything his I'm features gonna be are insane yeah. Great. He, his his feature with um what's his name bia the london one that was pretty good right mm -hmm. his feature on stick was insane on dream on the dreamville album and of course of course rishi already knows man johnny <laughs> p's caddy johnny p's caddy he set the pace for the rest of the year first I, I think it came out like first two weeks of the year is in january he came out and dropped johnny p's caddy that verse over he bodied benny to body benny is not easy man he came out there bodied benny first month of the year and not a single person topped it out of the next 12 months I'm telling you, man, J. Cole is in his J. prime. Is he is putting out the best material he's ever done. People might not want to believe it. I love 2014 and Forest Hills Drives, but I generally think that when the fall off drops, that is going to be his best album. The way he's coming right now is insane. That will be album of the year if it drops. I agree, man, 100%. I just think I, he's taking a big step forward with his music right now. And the stuff that he's producing is just like topping off all other albums, man. Like like his his style of music um like the other people who produce the same style of music it's unmatched to j cole his flow his swagger like there's a style as a whole it's completely unmatched and he's, he's it's the reason why he's my favorite rapper i can listen to his songs on repeat all day every day it doesn't matter it's it's just it's just amazing about like the work that he's doing right now and i'm really excited to see him take another yeah. step forward here in 2023 and i'm i'm excited i'm there for it I mean, hopefully I get to go to a J. Cole man. concert. Yeah. Yo, last album. Yes. It's been two years since his last album. So this is going to be like a big yeah. step for him. Yeah. 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 Huge, yeah. huge, huge. Yeah. 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 Anyways, guys, let's transition into something that's coming up this weekend, shall we? Ooh, it's a big weekend. Big, big weekend. And so we have two games this weekend. We <laughs> have the AFC Championship and the NFC Championship. We got the Bengals taking on the Chiefs, and we got the Niners taking on the Eagles. Guys, quickly, man, just give me your picks. Tell me what you guys are thinking. I really want to know. I can't wait. I've been waiting for this for a week. I want to know what you guys are thinking because I have my picks. And be prepared because I've pre already predicted the Super Bowl winner. I know who's going to win. All right, man. I, I can't lie, right? NFC Championship, it's looking scary. It's scary, man. I had 49ers going to the Super Bowl from the beginning. After last week, man, I don't know. Eagles looking scary. They're too much. 38-7. That is against the Giants, but I, I'm going to I'm, I'm stick with the 49ers, man. I'm going to stick with the 49ers, but that's going to be a great game. And then AFC, we got the rematch of last year, Chiefs-Bengals. You know what? I, th I think this year Chiefs beat them. Patrick Mahomes going to the Super Bowl. We're going to see Chiefs-49ers. We're going to get a replay of the old Super Bowl from a few years ago. And I think Chiefs win it this year again. Damn. Wow. I think I'm going to go the other way around. AFC first. I think I honestly, I don't know. I don't know which to pick. I think they're both great teams. I mean, obviously, I'm the least know about football in this in this group. But I think I think Bengals low-key might have it. Because versus the Bills last week, they did pretty good. I mean, I what do we what do we say that we were thinking was going to win? It was, was it our, was split. It was split. Me and Prem said Bills. You two said Bengals. I said yeah. Bengals. Yeah. Rishi yeah. predicted all of them right, actually. Yeah, he got four, four for four. four. Damn. Yeah. So maybe we gotta trust. We gotta trust him. The only one I got wrong. I only got the Bills game wrong. We gotta trust him this week. But yeah, I think Bengals are just in a good position. I think they have like, they did great last week, and they might be riding on it. But I think, uh, 
I think for the 49ers Eagles game, I think 49ers are still better. I mean, Eagles 38 7 is still a crazy drop, even though it's the Giants. I mean, it's still like still solid points, but I think I think 49ers are still gonna pull through. All right. Yeah. So I have my picks already. Okay. On the NFC side of things, I think it's gonna be an interesting matchup. And I remember what I said last week about Brock Purdy not being the answer. And I'm gonna retract it halfway. <laughs> I still I still stand by what I said, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back a little bit. I think Brock Purdy is doing what is expected of him, right? I think he's not doing that much more or not that much less. He's sitting like right in that middle ground. But as a rookie, to be doing what he's doing on the highest stage in the NFL, I praise him. I praise him for that. I still don't think he's the answer. I'm excited to see what the 49ers do in the offseason, um, deciding who's their quarterback going to be, because now they have three suitable quarterbacks in probably one of the greatest offensive lineups in the NFL. Okay. Along with one of the greatest defenses in the NFL. So now the only thing that's, that's standing in their way of going back to back to back is their quarterback. Is it going to be Trey Lance? Is it going to be Jimmy Garoppolo? Is it going to be Brock Purdy? I don't know because they've all, they've all like played like mediocre. I wouldn't say any of them have been exceptional. So you have three mediocre quarterbacks to choose from. Who are they going to choose from? I don't know, but. I'm thinking back to the last time the Eagles played the 49ers, and I'm pretty sure it was like week two of the 2021 season. The 49ers beat the Eagles like 17 to 11, but that's a that, that was a different game, man. That was Jimmy Garoppolo's game. That was a good 49ers team. Jalen Hurts was the quarterback, but he wasn't the MVP candidate that you see today. And I think like now that like the like the steps that Hurts have taken, that Hurts has taken as like a runner and a passer, the addition of AJ Brown. Devonta Smith fully developing at receiver. I think they have a whole different game plan that they've taken this season. And, and along with their offense, their defense has taken great steps um, this past season. And now, even though San Francisco defense is the best, I think just Jalen Hurts' uh, rushing ability, along with A.J. Brown's uh, ability to get contested catches, Devonta Smith's route running, I think I think they're going to win. I think they're going to beat the 49ers. I think the 49ers, I think it's going to be a great game. I just don't think Brock Purdy is going to show up on the highest stage, right? And now moving on to the AFC side of things, I'm sticking with my pick from last week. I'm going with the Bengals this week. Mahomes is at 60%, right? Their receiver core is good. Their defense is good as well, but it can be better, right? But there's a reason they call it Burrowhead Stadium, okay? Patrick Mahomes hasn't beaten Joe Burrow in like over a year and a half, man. Joe Cool, Joe Brr, Joe, whatever you want to call him. He's not losing this game. They have one of the best receiver cores. Their offensive line is questionable. But when you have Joe Burrow at quarterback, you're not losing. The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. They're going to play the Eagles, and they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. They're going to get revenge for when they lost to the Rams. And you guys all heard Damn. it here first. Damn. So we got Rishi with eagles Bengals. We got Ari with... 49ers Chiefs and then I got I got 49ers Bengals. We all have different picks. We all oh, have damn. different picks. So this is gonna be an interesting week. Interesting, man. You're gonna get it right. Very interesting week. I'm teetering slightly on each side. I I've got 50 on each side. I'm one of my one of my picks is the same as Rishi. One of my picks is the same as Ari. But you two are just <laughs> clashing heads. Damn. Ari, what do we say? 
Which, so shall we make a little wager just to make this interesting? Hey, maybe first give me my five bucks, man. Maybe first give me my five bucks. Oh my all right, God. all right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, me I don't me like out. anything big, hey, like fifty cents, money, one dollar. Let's make a little wager to make it interesting. Hear me you out. Know? If if Rishi wins, the five bucks null and void. If he loses, it's the ten. Double or nothing. Oh, okay. Whoa, seven. Double or nothing. I'll go double seven. Or not double or nothing. Not double. I'll go double. The odds are different now. These are different odds that we're playing against here. Okay. Who? who, who do you Actually, you know what? Betting? You know what? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'll do. I'll do three dollars. Just because if neither of us win, then I still have to get my five. You know. Yeah. So exactly. either way, you're somewhat losing. There's more chances where you still lose money. So I'll I'll, I'll take three dollars. Okay. I'm okay with that. So if yeah, I we're, win, we're messing with big money here, guys. Man, three bucks on the line. <laughs> big, it's a big weekend, man. Yo, if only you were doing it with three Rajus, you don't understand. Three Rajus, three Rajus, three, yo, three Rajus would run you dry. How many Rajus coins? Raju coins are wagering, man? <laughs> yo, um, I personally own high. I am actually the highest equity owner in Raju coin. So, are you kidding me? You know who owns Raju coin? Where do you think those, Raju. those <laughs> cumulative games, man? Cumulative Incorporated, actually. Okay, and shout out financial. Cumulative. I'll be financial advisor for cumulative games. Okay, but I am cumulative games, man. You know that. I'm the creator of cumulative games and I'm the creator of Raju. Okay. So 50, 50, I own the coin. I own the coin. Okay. 50, 50 split. <laughs> okay. Deal. We're letting Ari run. We're letting Ari run without it. Uh, it's settled. It's settled here on famous chili, man. Big bets. 1000 Raju coin on the line. Equivalent of $3. <laughs> we'll see next week who wins, man. I know. I'm week. so excited for this weekend, man. Like I've been, I've been on, I've been on, like I've been so excited for this game all week. It's the only thing I've been looking yeah. forward to all week. A from this podcast, obviously. This podcast yeah, yeah, is yeah. like podcast is number one, number one, number priority. one priority. But yeah. this game is going to be interesting, man. I'm really man. excited. Tomorrow, two p.m. Yeah, first game. Tomorrow, two p.m. We're there. Oh, two p.m. for me. Uh, two p.m. for you, man. <laughs> two p.m. for Let me. Let me know what the viewers think. Shall we do a live a watch party one time in the future? Maybe next Ooh. NFL season. What do you guys think? You know, I think that would be fun for next season. Man. That would be fun for next season. That would be fun for next season. Fun. Leave a comment if you guys yeah, think that yeah, we should yeah. do that for next season. We're going to become the Manning brother, uh, the Manning <laughs> trio, I guess. Quadruplets. Quadruplets. Now, actually, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys, this was fun. Another great episode, man. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Hit the notification bell. Never miss an upload. We're posting daily clips, daily shorts, daily TikToks. Check out our TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace, Peace. out.